You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Hey, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a very special guest in the DriveHubler.com hotline. Tommy Piggott is the RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, we got a number of places we can start, but let's get into the Twitter files. These series of Twitter threads, tweet threads that basically expose what we've pretty much thought all along that censorship has taken place at Twitter, that big tech has limited the reach of a lot of high profile conservatives. Take me through your thoughts on when you see what's happening with Twitter right now. Well, one of the first thoughts that really came to mind was back in 2018, where our chair, Ronna McDaniel, was shadow banned. You couldn't find her on Twitter when you were searching for her account. Uh, the RNC called Twitter out back in 2018 about this, and Twitter said that they don't shadow ban. They insisted they don't limit the, the, the reach of conservative voices on Twitter. We now know that was a lie. These Twitter files show that was a lie, show that it happened to Ronna McDaniel, our chair, but also many other people, many other conservative voices. And what's equally concerning to me is the fact that it seemed to be done, if not in coordination, then at the behest of Democrats, where Democrats were reaching out to Twitter, saying, inciting specific posts that they wanted removed. So this raises, raises a series of questions in my mind, which is media bias, Twitter censorship, freedom of speech, but also a potential in-kind contribution to the Democratic Party. There are so many red flags here, and that these files show that you said, really confirming uh, what we've suspected all along, that Twitter, under the old uh, leadership, old ownership, was suppressing conservative voices and putting their thumb on the scale for Democrats. And I agree that this is a big deal, especially when you factor in the FBI meeting with the brass of Twitter uh, and then some of the folks at Twitter trying to keep it secret, but just joking about it, that they're meeting with the FBI on a regular basis. That was part of the dump that happened over the weekend. But, Tommy, I guess the problem that I have is this is a big deal. This is important. But Elon Musk is having these people dump this out late at night on Fridays, late at night on Saturdays. And then Elon Musk goes on stage with Dave Chappelle over the weekend. It's almost like he doesn't want this story to be front page on the news cycle the next day. Does that make sense? Well, I'm not going to speculate on how exactly or why he's deciding to put it out late at night on Friday and Saturdays. I I would agree with you in principle that generally those are times where you don't want to release the biggest stories, but I'm not going to speculate on that. What I do know is that these Twitter files are getting a lot of attention. And I think what I'm going to focus on and what we've been focusing on are the revelations within those Twitter files. Uh, And the fact that the House majority, the incoming House majority, Republican majority, is going to take steps to hold big tech accountable. And, And the reason why I use big tech there and not Twitter is because this is beyond just Twitter. This is a big tech problem. Google, Facebook, Twitter. This is not isolated in any means necessary just to Twitter. And I, I, I shudder to think what the Google files or the Facebook files would show based off of what we've seen from reporting, what we've seen already from suppression uh, in publicly available information when it comes to companies like Google and Facebook as well. Tell me what you think about the media's coverage, or <laughs> I guess I should say lack thereof, of these Twitter email dumps. I mean, it's you have the the White House press secretary saying, oh, this is just a minor distraction. You have the Washington Post writing articles about how it's not a big deal and saying, who cares? The Hunter Biden laptop would not have affected the election one way or the other. Trump still wouldn't have won. Yet, Washington Post was instrumental in not running that Hunter Biden laptop story. You your thoughts on uh, the media and their involvement or, or, or and the, the lack of reporting here? 
Well, there's so many elements to this yeah. that are really raising a lot of red flags for, for the mainstream media. Uh, with Hunter Biden's laptop, one of the main elements there is that they ran with a Democrat story that this was Russian disinformation with absolutely no evidence that that was the case. They just took the word for it. And then when Twitter decided and Facebook decided to suppress that story, almost justified it using a baseless claim that it was Russian disinformation. And if that was an isolated example of the mainstream media putting their thumb on the scale in the favor of Democrats, then, then you could almost explain it away as a massive error of groupthink and misjudgment. But it, it's continuing, and it continues time after time after time. With Twitter, for example, journalists in the mainstream media took Twitter's word that they weren't shadow banning conservatives without any evidence that was proving that that practice wasn't happening. They just took Twitter's word for it. That was shown to be a lie. Uh, and, and now for them to come back and say, oh, we knew this all along, it really contradicts what they were saying to begin with. There's so many red flags here. And I think a continuing question, one of the, one of the bigger worries for me now, is back in July 2021, uh, Jen Psaki said that the Biden administration was continually working with big tech to flag problematic posts, as she put it which indicates to me that the censorship coordination could be continuing with political appointees in the Biden administration. Now, that's something to me that is a massive question. If this is happening, that's a massive issue, constitutional issues. But the mainstream media has an extreme lack of curiosity, to put it mildly, to getting to the bottom of whether the Biden administration, whether big tech are violating some of the most fundamental freedoms that it takes, that it means to be an American. I think there's a lot of introspection that needs to happen. And I think, unfortunately, their coverage of Twitter, the Twitter files right now shows that there's not an appetite for that to happen amongst any of these mainstream media outlets that got it so wrong for so long. We're chatting with Tommy Piggott. He's the RNC Rapid Response Director. So while we've been looking at Twitter and we've been looking at other things on the news, the situation at the border, another story that doesn't get the attention that I think it deserves, has gone from bad to worse for those who haven't been paying attention tommy take us through what's going on down at our southern border right now the only way to describe it is a complete collapse the complete collapse of our immigration system along the border the border is being completely overrun and there's no other way to possibly describe it that's not me being uh, uh, exaggerating the situation that's not me trying to put some partisan spin on it that is legitimately what is happening we are seeing an unprecedented number of illegal immigrants crossing the border every single day. The largest single group in decades crossed the border this weekend. And what that means is that the Border Patrol has no ability to process these people in an effective manner. It means even those that are being encountered are being released en masse onto the streets, into cities that are oftentimes only one, two, three thousand people that have no resources to actually handle this amount of flow. And that doesn't even count what, what are called gotaways, those illegal immigrants that cross the border and are not apprehended, that go into the United States and escape into the United States. And we know, based off of estimates, based off of reports, there are over one million illegal immigrants that have escaped into the United States since Joe Biden took office. The only way to describe that is a complete meltdown, a complete collapse of our immigration system. And yet Joe Biden insists that's not, quote, important enough to warrant his time it's a complete dereliction of duty tommy is there any are there any democrats that have taken notice of this at all on the other side there are some democrats that have written letters that have called for oh. biden to go to the border okay but i mean it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. sort of you know it's at this point that's not enough that's not enough and there's been no appetite for the current majorities in the house and senate the democrat majorities to hold actual hearings to say why are the, why is the biden administration lying to us 
Why is the Biden administration blocking border resources? Why did the Democrats in the Senate and the House, and well, specifically the Senate, vote against hiring 18,000 more Border Patrol agents, but voted for IRS agents instead. There's no appetite to actually take this issue seriously. Uh, And I know the incoming House Republican majority is going to do just that in terms of investigating what's going on here and holding officials like Mayorkas, who is the DHS secretary, holding officials like Mayorkas responsible for this complete and utter failure. Tommy, one more thing here before we let you go. Again, Tommy Pickett of the RNC with us. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the prisoner swap that took place last week. Brittany Griner and the Merchant of Death, a one-on-one trade. They crossed paths on the tarmac. Brittany Griner now back here in the United States. But Victor Bout, the arms dealer extraordinaire, now is basically a free agent for the world. And this is a dude that's got a history of wanting to put weapons into the hands of people who want us dead, Americans dead. I want to get your thoughts on that trade. Well, the thoughts of that are three, in my mind, three extremely important questions. Well, just off the top before getting into those, no American should ever be wrongfully detained by villainous thugs around the world. That's just a blanket statement. Uh, And it's a good thing when Americans are freed from that detention, that wrongful detention. But the Biden administration has refused to answer basic questions about what this means for U.S. national security questions that you hinted at. Uh, One of them is, will the merchant of death, Victor Boot, the merchant of death, go back to threatening American lives? How many American lives will be threatened because of his release? We also don't know why other Americans were left behind, why this was a one-for-one trade, why there wasn't other Americans, why didn't they push for other Americans to be released, or why do they accept this deal knowing that it could threaten American lives. Uh, And then we also have to get get into this idea of, will this exchange actually threaten or lead to more detentions of Americans? Will other countries look to this exchange and say, if I can detain an American, I can get my most dangerous criminal freed from American detention? Will other villainous thugs, will other bad actors take this as a cue of American weakness and actually threaten American lives and threaten American safety in other instances as well? Uh, Those questions have been asked the Biden administration, but they have dodged them. They refuse to answer them. uh, And they refuse to actually be held accountable for their calculus behind this decision. Uh, So until we get those answers, until we know how we're going to prevent him from threatening American lives, until we know how we're going to prevent bad actors from from really taking this as a signal of American weakness, and how we're going to free those other Americans still wrongfully detained in Russia, until we get those answers, it's impossible to give the Biden administration any credit. And in fact, they might actually deserve some, some blowback for this. Some, some real intense scrutiny for what calculus went into this and whether or not more American lives are going to be threatened. Tommy Piggott, the Rapid Response Director for the RNC. Tommy, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here in Indy. Hey, thanks for having me. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.